like a lion in Kenya, you know, with the fleas. And I don't even have a tail here. I've got this scratcher, back scratcher, given to me by my wife, Nancy. Ten days of scratching. And Sid Rosenberg says I have uh, scabies. You know, that's infectious, Justin Ellick. But that's not why we're playing Lion King. Heavens to Betsy, I must have the heebie-jeebies. Hey, by the way, is that anti-Semitic if I say I have the heebie-jeebies? Why don't you figure that out, right? So anyway, let me give you the bad news, because it's really bad news. You know, Lion King has been uh, on Broadway, oh, for a month of Sundays. I remember at the old WABC when we were owned by Disney, and Disney should never have been in the business of talk radio. They're the ones who decided that the king of talk radio should be whacked. And guess who had to come on his show and let everybody know that Mickey Miles and Minnie Miles had fired Bob Grant? Me. And for two weeks straight, oh, the fax machine was humming, you traitor, Curtis. How dare you? You stuffed a shiv in the king of talk radio, your mentor, Bob Graham. And I said, oh. What the hell would Bob Grant have done if I got whacked by the Gottis and Gambinos who almost did? But anyway, that was just uh, a different time, different day. And Disney, uh, who had no business owning talk radio stations, decided after that to get out of the business of owning talk radio. But they have had this success on Broadway, the Great White Way, the Lion King, every day since they first debuted. And I... I think I went to the opening uh, show since we were all asked to go and watch and enjoy it and then promote it on WABC. Great show, no doubt about it. But problems for the Lion King, and it's not the performers. There's no strike of the stagehands or the actors or actresses or everybody involved in the production, rather. The Broadway musicians are being preyed upon by violent criminals at the stage door of The Lion King and other shows. So this Disney production is suffering from the fact that many women who are attached to the production are getting followed once they walk out into the breezeway of the Minskoff Theater. And in fact, in one instance, at a matinee, a musician was coming out of the stage door, violation, uh, violinist, and a thug broke her wrist in ten places, nearly ending her decades-long career. Another Lion King violinist was targeted twice in the past year by deranged thugs outside the theater between 45th and 45th. One thief tried to swipe the instrument strapped to his back. Two months later, the musician was attacked by a different thug, who fled after the violinist decked him. Another attack occurred outside of the New Amsterdam Theater when a stranger whacked a substitute drummer for Aladdin. 
in the head with a tree branch weapon just as he was heading inside to perform that evening. It's like a knockout game. They follow the musicians either before or after. They come up behind them, and they hit him as hard as they can and then run away. The drummer still managed to play despite observing dents in his head from the assault, but a few days later he began slurring his speech and couldn't walk straight. He went right away to the ER and was diagnosed with a concussion. He hasn't played on the Great White Way since. He said this, I've been playing drums in that area since 1978, doing Broadway stuff since 1990. I've never, ever been assaulted, ever. They now know that we are easy prey. Now, let's think about it. You got thugs and thugettes hanging out there from the Port Authority right on down 42nd Street to 7th Avenue. Up through the Times Square area where you have uh, all the cartoon characters and superheroes. By the way, all of them. Justin Ellick, you may not know uh, illegal aliens who live in Passaic and come in on the bus to the Port Authority. And then they basically shake down tourists, forcing them to give them money. Because they claim, oh, you took my picture, you got to give me money. And then they're nu- the nudistas, the women with no clothes on. All they do is paint their breasts, you know, uh, red and blue. And they want money. And then, of course, there's the naked cowboy. That's just Times Square. Then you go down the side street. You go over to 8th Avenue, right? You go over to uh, the hotel, which is now NY Row, New York Row. And they got a hundred... A hundred Vespas and motorbikes outside of the illegal aliens. None of them registered. None of them were licensed. All of them should be confiscated by the NYPD. You got these illegal aliens at night fighting one another. None of them get arrested. The cops from Midtown Southman said, don't arrest them. If they're illegal aliens, they are untouchables. And down 42nd Street between 8th Avenue and 7th, the old McDonald's there used to be the largest in the world has been turned into a place where the illegal alien, single able-bodied young men of military age with nothing to do and nowhere to go, they're housed there, they hang out outside, and they jostle, and they cause all kinds of problems in the area. And the mayor had to finally admit that there are a lot of crimes being committed by the migrants. He calls them asylum seekers. I call them the illegal aliens. But worse yet, without the economic engine of Broadway, this city will continue to fall into the abyss. Because think of all the people from all over the country, all over the world, plan their yearly trip to New York City, stay at a hotel, will go to shows, will go to restaurants, will shop. And then they'll head back to their their country of origin or their place of origin. The lifeline of the Great White Way Broadway has always been the surrounding suburbs of New York City. So whether it's New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Westchester, Nassau, Suffolk, or the Mid-Hudson Valley. And this is a stark reminder of how things are going so poorly in the Broadway area. Broadway is attracting fewer theater goers from New York City suburbs, and the major reason is safety concern. The Great White Way sold 12 million tickets in the past season. That's a 17% drop. Suburbanites accounted for mere 14% of the overall tickets last season, the lowest number on record. The city 
has a problem when it comes to crime. For people who are 55 years or older who have the um, extra income to afford coming in, seeing a theater, maybe a matinee on Wednesday or Saturday, then having a dinner or a lunch, going shopping, and then heading home. They are deciding over and over again they're not coming into Broadway for either a Broadway production, musical, or uh, drama, or an off-Broadway production. Half of suburbanites who have not returned to Broadway cited concerns about safety as the main reason why they see fewer shows. A whopping 41% of the suburbanites said, I travel to Manhattan for pleasure less often than I did in 2019. This is going in the wrong direction. This is not spiraling up. This is not leveled off. This is descending into the abyss. I remember what it was like in 1988. 1988, because of crack cocaine, the marauders, crack dealers, crack users, pimps, prostitutes, gangbangers, especially west of 8th Avenue that was like the Green Line of Beirut. I remember the great restaurant tour, uh, Joe Allen, who had Joe Allen's and Orso's on Restaurant Row, 46th Street, between 8th and 9th. Uh, Barbetta's, a whole other great number of restaurants. Half of them were empty because crackheads were going inside and robbing them when business was open and breaking into them when business was closed. And Koch was the mayor at the time. Joe Allen, representing the restaurant tour, said, I'm inviting in the Guardian Angels. I'm inviting in Curtis and the Guardian Angels. And Ed Koch and his police commissioner, Benjamin Ward, one of the worst ever, threatened, threatened everybody on Restaurant Row and in the Great White Way, Broadway, and throughout the theater district, that if you invite in the Guardian Angels, you won't get any more cops. And I remember Joe Allen said to him, guess what? We ain't getting no cops now. We'll go with the Guardian Angels. And we gave a badly needed colonic to Restaurant Row, to the Great White Way, Broadway, Off-Broadway, Schubert's Alley, that whole area, and cleaned it up. Now you have the problem that it's sliding into the abyss because of thugs and illegal aliens hanging out there at the old Milford Plaza. You remember that. You remember the advertisements. 600 rooms occupied by illegal aliens, $400 a room. Many of them Venezuelans who now are being charged with crimes, even though they're charged, they're released because they're untouchables, they're illegal aliens, and the NYPD has been told by City Hall, leave them alone. 